Hi, it's Janelle. This is Marissa. This is Shade, and you're listening to Sleepy, <laughs> Sleepy Pink Sloppy Pink Cast. Sloppy Pink Cast, because <laughs> I'm the designated driver, <laughs> and Janelle and Marissa are going to be drinking. What did you drink? Me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just had this like nice summer ale, which apparently is, I don't know why there's still summer ale. It's October. Is it Sam Adams? <laughs> it's Sam Adams. I was like, You're- I'm going to have one for Ichabod. Mm-hmm. Did you roll Rant. up your sleeves and then drink? Well, y- well, I don't have sleeves right now because it's pretty warm right now, actually. It's mm-hmm. 63 mm-hmm. outside, which is weird. Yeah. So it was just like 43 the other day. Yeah, it was. It's dumb, crazy cold. Yeah. But um, it's apparently not Sam Adams on the bottle because he was a scholar and a gentleman and probably also a racist. So. <laughs> oh, what did he own? You should Google this. fact check. She'd be like, Ichabod, how many of your friends own slaves? I'm going off tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so while Janelle and Marissa go off. But I want to talk about what I'm drinking. Okay, ooh, go, go. Okay, so I don't I didn't have ice, but I found these rocks in the freezer. They're called <laughs> whiskey rocks. stones. Ooh. And then ah. I poured some premium almondrado tequila. Like an almond flavored tequila over wow. it. Wow. Yeah. So I'll be quaffing it rapidly. Really? <laughs> I'll take a sip every time we say the word Katrina or something. <laughs> Feel free to do this at home. Unless you're listening to the podcast at work, then. Or unless you're driving and listening to the podcast. Yes. Unless you, or unless you don't have alcohol, trigger warning alcohol. So, surprise, surprise, the ratings dropped to a new series low. Oh, really? Crap. I told yes. you. Didn't I call this? Yes, you did. It's because of the structure. You. They threw out all the cool stuff they said up last season. Yeah. And they hit a reset button every episode where at the end of every episode, it's Henry, like, creating a new monster to send out that will yeah. undoubtedly be defeated next episode by the heroes. Yeah. Plus, plus all the other crap. Yeah. So it was at a 1.5 last night. Um, the episode before was 1.6. So we just, we just keep hitting records with Sleepy Hollow this season. We're just That's got to hurt. Series lows. Yeah. And, um, yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is they can notice the trend, but the episodes are made so many weeks in advance of the them airing, and they can't really reverse course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if they reverse course now, it'd be for the last half of the or latter half of the season. Right. Because right. episode nine, I mean episode thirteen, they I think they currently filming maybe. Um, because I just saw somebody thought they were done, and I was just like, I don't think so. I can't. I don't think they can turn around episodes that quickly. Um, I think they might be filming 13 because the Instagram posted an official picture of Michelle Trachtenberg and Katya Winter in costume. And then I saw Michelle Trachtenberg. I like creeped on her Instagram earlier. And besides the sugar skull makeup that I saw, mm. I also saw <laughs> it was an old Halloween costume. But I also saw um, uh, she tweeted a picture of the script. I forgot the, the name of oh. that specific episode 13 but i think they're still filming it 
I started following Neil Jackson on Instagram, by the way. He's headless. Yes. And it's kind of funny. He just is really into his wig for some reason. <laughs> He's like always taking pictures of himself in his wig or he put his wig on Katia Winter and he tried on her wig. <laughs> I started looking at actors on Instagram. Torrance Coombs from Rain, before he was famous, he would just take pictures of his cats and outfits. That's so cute. <laughs> I was like, this is so weird. That's so cute though. Yeah, and Lindy Greenwood and Katia Winter on Instagram taking photos together, having fun. So um, the stills for Mama came out recently, like today. Maybe mm-hmm. they it realized still everything. sounds weird. Explain what Mama is. It's, um, it's going to be the ninth episode of the season called Mama. It's about the Mills sisters and Mills family finally. Did you see the stills? So, I did see the stills. Yeah. Unfortunately, Holly's still there. It's like literally, he's like this entity. Like, like, like go away! Stop trying to make yourself happen. Fucking poltergeist at this point. Like, <laughs> go home. We don't want you. Like, what do I have to do to get rid of him? Like, wave sage. Push him off the dock. Jenny needs to go find him in his unguarded dock and like roll should, him out of his. I should bag. burn a loaf of white bread. Maybe that'll get rid of and- him. And oh. And it looks like the, um, he's like the center of the next episode. What is up with that? Ew. Okay, okay, no, I hope no. the succubus we eats him. It was so this. funny live tweeting Sleepy Hollow because there's like the mainstream Sleepy Hollow hashtag. And then right. there's Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. And Shady yeah. Hollow. And, Shady and like, Hollow. oh man. It was like a hive mind. Like five people tweeted at once. Like, I hope the succubus eats Holly. <laughs> <laughs> eat him. So this oh, time I, I can't episode. do it, guys. My stomach kind of hurts. What? <laughs> Already? I feel like I feel like maybe I, I ate a a Chinese <laughs> spider. <laughs> Made out of a bone instrument. Now it's getting bigger, you guys. Stop. I need I need a rainbow rock. Somebody get the white dude with the rainbow rock. I need help. The rainbow rock. Oh my god. I need. Oh oh okay yeah. Oh no never mind. Okay. There's a, there's a rainbow coming out of my vagina. It's okay now. It's okay. Be gone, Moloch. Okay okay. I can record. Sorry. <laughs> so the title of the episode is Deliverance. As in deliver us from this yeah. terrible deliver us from this episode. Deliver us. Uh, written these... by Sam Chalson and Nelson Greaves. And I have no idea who's directed by it, but who's bad. Famous. Bad. Bad directing. Bad this should directing. not count towards your writer's guild credit for this year, man. So the opening scene is a dream sequence in which the cranes are in bed and you know, Katrina is like lamenting the fact that it could boss leave for war and Naturally, for work it's, or for war? For war. Okay. And naturally, it's a nightmare with Katrina, you know, waking up screaming. Um, so little did I know <laughs> that scene literally like sets the tone for the whole. Right. <laughs> I was like, what's better than opening? A lot of like lovey dubbiness. Yeah, and I was like, what's better than opening up an episode about a mystical demon pregnancy with a loving scene that turns into horrific rape, basically. A horrific- 
Yes. Nightmare. Because that's, that's what it was. I mean, that's technically what it was. She was being like, well, it's like, I don't know how Body to explain horror. it. I wouldn't exactly call it like, not to trivialize anything, I wouldn't exactly necessarily call it rape, but it's a symbolism, right? So I would in a way. Because he's like taking, the spider's coming out of his mouth. And it's going into her mouth, and it like represents like it's just really gross. Maybe, maybe, maybe not just a violation. It just feels like a violation. Or assault. Of but her... it's definitely of her bodily integrity. Yeah. Yes, because it's happening. It's happening against her will, definitely. Right. And it becomes sexualized when it impregnates her. If you want to be literary yeah. about but it. But even I mean, even the episode starts talk. They're talking about like her having its children and stuff, and then right. her son knocked her up, man. It's gross. It's her absolutely. son turkey basted her, and that is creepy. Ew. <laughs> Do you, when he said that their children, their girl children, would be enchanters in enchantresses like their mother, I was like, this is this a clue? <laughs> it reminded me of Beauty and the Beast when Gaston tells Belle about how they're gonna have children. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't know. Um. So it was yeah. Weird. It's and it's also strange that Henry's kind of using um his father's image to like inseminate his mom. Ugh. God. I think it was just a nightmare. I think it was just like a really. Like a, no, I feel like you don't think Henry sent it. No, I don't think. So. I think it was like a premonition type thing, like her witchy powers manifesting to let her know that something is happening to her. You have way more faith mm. than I do. You think it's a flashback that turned into a nightmare? Well, That's I thought like it was a, a flashback. But then, like, yeah. Right, but then when it, when, it, when it became a nightmare, then I'm like, oh, okay. Are they also married at this point in that flashback? Yes. Or is Isn't it just that like possibly the day before he goes on to fight Headless? Like, yeah, it sounded... Possibly. Yeah. Maybe it's a mixture, but you know, sometimes dreams can, you know, mix memory with false didn't events. She, didn't she feel that crawl into her mouth, too? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe that was, like, the day they made Henry. Ew. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. And not that I want to think about, like, Ichabod and Katrina making the mean dad from Lord of the Rings or anything, but... No, he wasn't the mean dad, was he? I thought he was Faramir's dad. Am I confusing people? Was he Faramir? Oh, no, he was. He was. Definitely. Sorry. 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 Really? Okay. He was Sean Bean's dad, which makes him Grandpa Stark. That's true. Grandpa <laughs> Stark. Which means <laughs> that Ichabod is actually Great Grandpa Stark. <laughs> wow. He should be on Game and of Katrina Thrones. Katrina is Great Grandmother Stark. I think so, he wants to be in Game of Thrones. I don't know. So the next he scene. He did say he wanted to be on Game of Thrones. These are terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. I know you've been trying to forget Game of Thrones, and here I am bringing it back. <laughs> so, Keep us on task, scene, I am. And the next scene, they have the voting polls, you know. And Ichabod's wearing his hair out again. And I feel like he's getting more hairstyles than Abby at this point. Like, it's getting right? so big. Yeah. It's getting it's like really a 90s big. perm. Dude, I was like, Ichabod, you fought for colonialism and the right for white men to vote. Shut up and stop forcing yeah. these tires. And it's white men. Yeah, um, I was like, you're forcing these tires on Abby. Poor Abby. Like, like she knows this shit. She took American history. She like, yeah, from you. Exactly. Especially as a black woman. And I'm glad that she, like, called him out. She, him out yeah. Good for but, I was like, she'd better say something. Also, for playing his bills. That was great. 
Yeah. She was, she was nice about it, though. You know what I mean? She was, like, she teasing. Kinda, she was, yeah, she kind of, like, tugged on his jacket and gave yeah. it, like, smirked a little bit, like, mm, yeah, you probably shouldn't be talking because I definitely pay your bill. It was a I very, it was kind of like a cute little married moment. Yeah. Oh, she didn't have to be that nice about it. <laughs> Wait. The only reason why I'm saying, oh, please, is because uh-huh. you know how sometimes, like, they'll butter you up before right. they drag you? Before really, they, yes. So now, when I look back on that scene, I feel mm-hmm. resentful. Yes, I agree. Like they threw that in there to sort of like ease over the fact that they were literally dragging me through a nightmare. Right. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree. Because literally and, from that point on, everything goes downhill. Completely. Right. And also, one thing I wanted to say about that scene, too. I don't think Abby would have just been turned away as a woman of color, which she mentioned. She would have been, like, beaten with sticks and possibly killed. Possibly killed. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I and said. And or assaulted in horrific ways to yeah. get her place. Right. Um, and Ichabod should know that. And I feel like they kind of skirted around. But the way he, like, waxes poetic about, you know. Yeah. Well... We've all had that friend, right? It's like a white guy, and he's like, everyone should vote. Exercise your right to vote. And then you're like, hey, have you heard of these disenfranchisement laws that have been going on? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, what? No, everyone should vote. There's no excuse. Why aren't you voting? If you don't vote, you don't get to complain. And it's like, talk about voter ID laws. Talk about these things that are disenfranchising people if we're going to go that route. And I was like, even today, there's like a lot of voter disenfranchisement. And (laughs) Sorry disfranchisement and I was like thinking about it and I was like they could have actually dropped a line in yeah. there that was like um even today false. I have trouble yeah you know and I'm guessing Abby isn't having any trouble voting like other black people have had today she's a cop because she's a cop, <laughs> she's a cop. <laughs> yeah but other but people have people reported don't believe her too because she's in plain clothes yeah mm-hmm. I wonder if that's happened too yeah but she's been in a position of authority uh-huh because even with social workers, you know, you have people of color in, in a position of authority then, and they're not taken seriously. I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine. For a woman of color. Mm-hmm. Before we started recording, we were talking about whether or not you thought Ichabod would be a Republican or a Democrat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, wasn't it different back then? Yeah. yeah. It would, Republicans I mean, were He the died top. before political parties were formed so it was like right. loyalists and colonists and oh. then there used to be like a Whig party too and all and then that, it but... came to republicans were actually the opposite of what they are today i think after that well they like to remind us that lincoln was a republican right which to which... me should be like well a either super embarrassing uh-huh. <laughs> like if you're gonna argue that lincoln was super progressive towards people of color and then it's not true like, then you should probably be, like, super progressive. Right. And then B, like, Lincoln was not. Exactly. You can Google that. <laughs> exactly. His motivations for abolishing slavery were not as warm and fuzzy as right. that argument. Okay. Well, anyhow. I feel like he would be an independent mm. or... Because he's, like... Peace I mean, and freedom. Not even just that, but... I think libertarian. Libertarian. <laughs> A libertarian, maybe he would be a libertarian. He could discover Anne Rand, and then but Abby could like slap him upside the head. U.S. Oh parties, God. U.S. parties are very limiting too, because it's just oh. like the two major ones are the ones that get any, you know, it's like it's like very much a two-party system. I think he would actually rant about that and be really angry, and then like decide not to vote. <laughs> 
That's you what know, Ichabod is the like undocumented immigrant voter fraud that the Republicans are worried about. Right. <laughs> he totally is. He's he the totally undocumented. Is. Like he tried to follow her into the booth. Flash cut to Abraham and Katrina's house. So Katrina accuses Abraham. Oh God, that's so weird. Headless of inflicting this shit upon her but he's just like no i would never i'm only holding you captive against your will Dude, why would he, i also impregnate you he has more integrity still than henry yeah at this point i'm like man forget henry we could redeem brown yeah he could be like their buddy mm-hmm. he could be their muscle he and joe corvin he could be like their tank <sighs> he did actually kidnap her though Shade yeah. has a point. Yes, and he's holding her captive. Right. Okay. But still, I mean, they're trying <laughs> to redeem Henry. he's not feeding her weird spiders. Yeah. No, but it's just funny to me because in that scene, he was so scandalized. And I'm like, right. dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, you've done equally you've done messed. Yeah. Just because he's the world's biggest cabby shipper does not mean <laughs> poison her. Um, Headless, I feel like Headless actually showed more care for her in this episode than I think Agabot at certain points, too. Which is weird. And I don't know if maybe I'm saying this, if maybe I'm agreeing with you, just because I feel like Ichabod and Katrina's relationship is so contrived and super forced. But, like, yeah. They have a little bit of chemistry, despite all the bizarre weirdness. Maybe it's just the Beauty and the Beast trope working there, oh, but... God, I hate the Beauty, the Beauty and the Beast trope. I really despise that trope. Yeah, Headless and Katrina do have a little bit of chemistry working. Because especially when you see... Okay, so, you know, Henry kind of rolls in with his, like, demon baby doctor. And Headless, like, really puts in the effort to try yeah. and protect her. Those doctors are totally nonplussed by the fact that there's, like, a Headless guy in like, a <laughs> coat outfit who's hanging out. Yeah. Just chilling. But, yeah. you know, Katrina manages to escape half thanks to Headless, half thanks to her own effort. And we get this really um, interesting parallel where we see her running through the woods and um, coming up to a local road, like how we first met Ichabod in the pilot. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty good. Pretty interesting. And then we go back to the polls, which I was kind of annoyed. We got a voter episode, but we didn't really get a Halloween episode. I'm, I'm just Aww. like, oh, come on. But anyway, so the It Could Be Sticker thing happens, which is adorable, because he's, like, whining and like a kid, <laughs> like yeah. a puppy. Like, why and, can't I vote? I'm just not, like, actually a legal citizen. They need to cut back on that. I feel like, I don't know why. I don't know if it was just because I'm, like, extra like upset with Ichabod lately so it's like everything he does pisses me off but I feel like he wasn't this bad last season you mortals need to be grateful because I fought in the great war for you yeah was he this bad last season maybe I'm just biased because I read that tie-in journal thing where he talks about how he feels proud that he contributed to the liberation of the slaves (laughs) I know that wasn't on the show it was just in the tie-in book but ever since I read that I've been like ew Ichabod go home (laughs) read a book (laughs) <laughs> so the cutie cop you know makes his Aww. appearance he's so friendly mm-hmm. I know I love his face I can, want I, sh- can I ship him up? with Abby yeah can I, I want Ichabod to sign up for the ride along program with some boy scouts and that this cop should be like the leader like the instructor oh yeah mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. um, 
so he basically lets Abby know that they have a quote-unquote Jane Doe, but then they mention the red hair, so obviously it's fucking good. Another out. cosplayer has appeared. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you guys discuss that scene where she knees him and punches the guy, knees the guys and punches them? Oh, did Katrina? You talk about that? Yeah, because... Well, briefly, no, that I didn't was... really go in on it. She didn't fireball him or anything, so... Because I wanted to say that it just reminded me of that Kate Beaton graphic where it's like sexism is over <laughs> and it's like a bunch of ladies <laughs> drawn in skin-tight clothing with exaggerated boobs and butt poses. And she could have done. at least expelliarmused him. Yeah. yeah, right? No magic? <sighs> but I, I was like, at least she managed to get away, but she wasn't... At that point, wasn't she out of the place that had her... Like, at that point, she was out of the house, right? That mm. that was where the spell that was keeping her powers from working. So, no, I, I think she was, like, moving through the hallway or some. She was place. still in the house. She was getting out of there. But when she got out, she just ran instead of, like, making a spell that could... I don't know. It was weird. I don't uh, question that. Could, she's like, not feeling well. <laughs> no, personally, I think spider baby. I've been thinking about this personally. I think they should have just take, tr taken her magic away. Like, yeah, they should have found so her or like, threw salt on her or something. <laughs> no, just yeah. taken it away completely. Just binded her, because I think mm. one of the problems is that they keep telling us she's powerful and then she doesn't do stuff. They don't have like... the effects budget to show. It. <laughs> yeah, right. we've never seen her do like and anything impressive. And you know what we could have we could have had instead? We could have had her working up to getting her powers back. Oh, like staring at a rock and trying to move it? Right. Like, no, I'm serious. How how great would that have worked? She's in captivity. She's trying to get her powers back the entire she's time. She's hiding that she's getting it back. She's hiding Ooh. that she's getting it back. And then like playing really playing along really well. And yeah. then like the moment she gets it back, she like drops like a giant rock on the house or something. Right? Yeah. We should write for this show. We should totally write for this show. <laughs> While drunk. Sorry. I like what IO9 said about how Abraham was probably lying there in the sun, sizzling. <laughs> like the whole like, time, yeah. What's going through his mind, except he has no head, so <laughs> we don't know what's going through his mind. Sizzling, like, like bacon. So, Abby and Ichabod rush to the hospital. And, like, long story short, this scene was, like, the most annoying thing I think this was like the beginning of my irritation. The doctor was like, who are you? And he was like, can't you see? We match. We match. Wait, can people just stroll into medical facilities like that? Of even course cost? not. Well, Abby's got her badge. Yeah, yeah, I was like thinking that maybe I guess Abby told the people at the, the door. be next of kin. Right, that maybe she Hospitals told the people at the door. very generous visiting thing. Well, right. couldn't Abby be like, I'm here on an official police business. Right, and be like, like oh, he's with me. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, we're here to ID a Jane Doe. This woman was kidnapped and put in this ugly dress, and I'm here to investigate. <laughs> right. I love how they go into her room, and, like, they're trying to pretend, like, everyone doesn't know this is already a demon baby plot. Right. So they, so they like, talk around it, and I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, acknowledge the fact that this bitch is pregnant, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, they could have done it. They could have done it right away, like. If the if she had known from the beginning, how different would it, her agency have been? You know what I mean? Like, if I she know, had it said, would have been like the plot of Jane the Virgin. Right. <laughs> if she had said, "I've been forcibly impregnated," 
we need to get this out. We need to do this. You know, like it would have given her so much more to do than what right. actually. And sit we around. Drove to a church instead of a Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Mistake number one. Right. Right. They so, wouldn't. They wouldn't even say the term abort. We need to abort this thing, or like right. they wouldn't even say it. Maybe because it's on Fox. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> it could have kidnapped an OBGYN. <laughs> a handsome Korean American OBGYN played by Daniel Honey. <laughs> Please! Please! The first is real. Oh my god, you guys. So then we get. Okay, so can we talk about how, like. The fashion Abby... part? Yeah. Oh my god, that was so ridiculous. That was quick thinking on Abby's part, though. You gotta give her credit for that. No, oh my but, god, yeah. but she amazing. said she, but she also said she went through the lost and found and she was like, Oh, it was a goth girls thing. But I was like, Couldn't you have found other clothes in Lost and Found, Abby? She found her own okay. clothes. Maybe no, she was okay. No, I thought the corset was Katrina's and they just put the jeans. No, on. no, she no. found all the clothes no. in the Lost and Found. I really think they're trying to make it seem like she found the entire outfit. Right. No, I think the corset was from her dress. No, it wasn't. Know. It wasn't. It was from a goth girl's clothes. She was wearing a different one. dress, wasn't she wearing yep. a different yeah. dress? Yep. Uh, Can you believe that? That was her was underwear. Like, no, I feel like somebody took a look at this and was like, you know what would be really cool Warbird choice if we went back to like the early two thousands? When people were wearing corsets with jeans. Did you say wardrobe? Yeah. Wardrobe. Okay. She said she said wardrobe. It's okay. I heard it. I heard I it. Get, I get tongue-tied all the time. How annoying is it that we got that weird thing where Ichabod was, like, criticizing what she was wearing? Yeah. Two little clothes. Shut up, like Ichabod. He's like, no, I mean, yes. Look, you know and then he checks out her ass. Ichabod is going to really, like, enjoy modern technology and being able to, like, I don't know, see his wife at night. What? I don't what? know. Just an observation, right? Because if he was living in the colonial times. I'm so time, confused. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's hit, it's hit. It's hit. The alcohol is hit. <laughs> Katrina and Ichabod hide out in the archives where they waste time investigating the fact that Henry got his mom preggers. This is such a bad idea. Quote unquote, a birthing seed of Eastern origin. (laughs) Eastern origin. It's always East relative to somewhere. Who? Like, come on. So, but instead of trying to. I mean, is this this is this the part where he's like he's he like starts questioning her and she says something about like talking to Abraham? You have to trust me. I'm I'm done lying. Listen, this entire thing was so fucking annoying. Dude, like, and he gets jealous. So he gets jealous. Oh, oh god. Of her kidnapper. Of her like, kidnapper. Like, right? like she was supposed to just not say anything while Which she was. Which was already to bad enough. But then Katrina goes on to say, I only I only speak to him to to, to obtain information, which what information? No, what information. <laughs> right? What information? Uh, no, no, seriously. Literally, what have we gotten out of and, that and has helped them in any way, shape, or form since she, the class? She said in the Weeping Lady, she said, I could think about it, a love letter. Like, she didn't send him any information. <laughs> exactly. So, and it was just to overcompensate for her feelings for Bram, right? Like, really? holy no. crap. 
You know what I Why, mean? Like, what are they even doing in the archive? Henry knows where the archive is. Right. Right. They gotta find more hiding spots. No, seriously, no. Because then Katrina, like, sets up a paper hex, which was totally a fire hazard. And I'm like, why wouldn't she just set up, like, a, a relocation spell so Henry can't find it or whatever? I don't know. Abby okay. goes into their investigation, um, and then they come back and they're like, oh my god. She's like Nancy like, Drew, but black. Basically, basically doing she like, all she, the work. Right, she tracks them to their evil medical lair by her damn self because she's yeah. a boss ass bitch. And then and she is a more capable witch than Katrina. Right. Seriously, at she's, this point. She's detective magic. Let me just say, she scopes out the place, takes a couple of photos, grabs evidence, then makes it back to the archives, prints those photos in high definition. <laughs> I mean, what can she do except get a proper story arc this season? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I'm, so she goes back to the archives, right? And she's like, um, at some point they figure out, she brings back this like notebook that she found. And they're like... She's like reading through, or Ichabod takes it and is reading through it. And he's like, Katrina, you're not ill, you're pregnant. And I'm pretty sure in this instant, it still counts as being ill. Because Mm -hmm. that is not normal, right? Right. And I love how Abby, afterwards, Abby was just like, kind of like shade. She was just like side-eyeing and throwing shit. Well, she was in captivity for a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I was going to say, she's like, you two haven't been alone together in a while, right? And I laughed. But I mean, Ichabod gets angry even though he found out that she was pregnant via an evil medical book instead of questioning Ugh. that maybe they did something to her. Mm-hmm. He's about two seconds away from being like, are you effing like, Abraham behind my back? Like, and it was instead of like, oh my God, what have they done to you? You've right. Yes. And on top of that, it's like the Stockholm Syndrome, right? That can right. happen to captives. Yeah. And I'm... Right. Should he know about what he know about that? I don't even no, know. No, because the Stockholm syndrome thing is relatively modern. Yeah. Mm. But still, it's like she's been in captivity. It can happen. It does happen. He to should victims. be mad at Abraham not and Henry, not her. Right. I mean, right. he was just so... Talk about character assassination. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Seriously. I have never disliked Ichabod more than this entire right. episode. Like, I despise Seriously. him. Right. Now, because I just feel like, like that, okay, so that whole scene where Abby is literally being the only voice of reason, and Katrina's like, we can we can save Henry, and Abby's just like, no, and then Ichabod's like, no, but we need him to save Katrina. I'm just like, what are you doing right now? This is not why you guys are here. This is not why Abby and Jenny's entire lives were derailed in that forest one day for you to, like, be here trying to save your fucking wife and kid. That's your problem. That is your problem. And we're constantly seeing Abby, like, bend over backwards for these Mm -hmm. white people. (laughs) Yeah. No, and I just want to say, did you peep how he slams his hand down on the desk and because he's so mad at Katrina, I was like, are, are you, excuse me? What are you doing? <laughs> what is I was yeah. so pissed. And this whole time during this entire scene, I was like, you know, I guess it makes sense for Crane to be a sexist douchebag. But when the show's been trying to position him as that progressive, good white guy. Exactly. Then this seems super out of character and super sexist. Yes. That he's angry. Like, he's so angry at her instead of, like, trying to protect her. Like, the way he treated Katrina in this scene was disgusting. And I can't believe, like, they didn't have her being like, you know what? Don't talk to me that way. I've yes. I've been putting myself in danger to give you info. I mean, she hasn't been giving them information, but she but should be. Still. Yeah, should still like she should be like, 
I've been putting myself in danger and this is how you're going to talk to me? You, you're not even asking me what's wrong with me? I don't even know what's wrong and I've told you. And I guess he has reasons not to believe her, but still in this instant, really? Like, are you kidding me? And and Ichabod, and Abby's showing her so much compassion in, in, in like comparison. Like mm-hmm. Marissa said, she's so level-headed and she's just like, you know what? If it's not Ichabod's, and it's not headlesses, then whose is it? And what's going right. on? We need to find She's, out. She mediates that situation. Right. God, man. Mm. It's sad because she shouldn't have to be their marriage counselor. Exactly. Right. And then her hex works, the hex that she put up. And I'm like, how are these guys getting in if, you know, this Constantly is under the police too. station? Like, right. I'm like, this oh is in the police station. Like, Jenny couldn't even get her weapons without Reyes checking up on her. Yeah. How are they getting in? Ugh, man. And I was like, shouldn't they find a new Shouldn't they find a new meeting place if this is going to happen every single time? So Ichabod runs off to go find Henry because Abby apparently gets outvoted. Yo. Yo. I was so... Oh, oh, God. I should be drinking. I should be drinking. Okay? It's like, yo. Yeah, when he, <laughs> Poor Orlando Jones. when he was like, let's put it up to a vote, I was like, oh my God, I'm about to, Ichabod, I'm about to hop through the, my computer screen and knife you to death. But, <clears throat> right now? but you know, in the, like in the tunnels, like slash the church, like they're going back and forth. Right. And she's like, I hope Henry won't find us here. And Katrina's like, you know, if he did it, maybe he can undo it. And she's like, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> she's like, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Like, I don't understand how Ichabod was like, no, I agree. Henry can't be right. redeemed. But it was like so much back. It was like a weird flip in character, which is just a testament of how poor the writing was. Because for the life of me, I could not understand why Ichabod went on this whole spiel about how bad Henry was. Then Katrina says three words about how, don't give up on his son. Right. And then it's like, like, and it's like, how can he, how can he unviolate you? Like you can't unrape somebody, right? You can't unviolate somebody. You can't unsexually assault somebody. You can't un like physically assault somebody. You can't like undo all that bad, all those bad things that he's done. And I was just thinking and I was like, she's talking about how he's like struggling against that side of himself. And I was just like, was it when he tried to kill Jenny? (laughs) Was it when he delivered Abby to purgatory? Was it like when he, when he buried his daddy alive, like delivered you to headless? Which is why Ichabod even leaving the archives to go ask Henry for help makes like zero Zero sense. sense. And maybe he thought, okay, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a thought and be like, maybe he thought he could, <sighs> maybe he thought that was like the last option they have, but there's always something that comes and saves them at this point. Cause it's gotten kind of formulaic. Right. Right. So I'm thinking like, at least it wasn't Holly. Right. At least it wasn't Holly. With like a magical bean or something. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's, it's, it's just unfathomable. Like Abby almost drowned two episodes ago. I was like, the whole time I was watching this, I was like, Abby almost dropped. <laughs> yes. I was like clapping at everything I was saying because I was like, it didn't make any sense to me. Why would he do this? You know, yes. why would he agree? And why would Katrina agree? And I was like, yeah, how is he struggling against this? He just forced a mystical pregnancy on Have you. we seen any of Henry like having second thoughts? No. Any of- exactly. So where There's, is- there are like, 
There are like moments where he breaks down, but he's only crying because Moloch's like berating him. So he's crying about his like new daddy being mean to him. He's not crying about his old daddy being mean to him or his mama abandoning him or like setting the fire on Grace Dixon's church. Oh my God. Okay. <sighs> so like, so. <laughs> well, wait, I just want to say about that. There's this narrative like, and Katrina talks about too, like he's like this because no one loved him. Right. Oh, God. And I feel like that's such a cop-out because there are a lot of unloved mm-hmm. people in this world who are still not harbingers of the apocalypse. <laughs> Look yeah. at Abby. Abby and... was an orphan, too, and she's not, right. like, because Corbin loved her. But, like, look at your life and look at your decisions. Look you at know? Jenny. Look at Jenny. Yeah. You can go through horrific shit and still not be the horseman of war, is all exactly. I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. And... This this church scene, I'm sorry, I keep going on this church, like, you know, scene because it contains so much stuff. And I'm just kind of like, okay, let's get this straight. Katrina did all sorts of things to keep Ichabod on his mission, including Merc and Mary. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, because the apocalypse isn't top, isn't top priority because, like, Henry is my son. You know what I mean? Like, right. How does that make any sense? And Abby's like there as the voice of reason. She's like, I'm about to clock out because And she gets totally ignored mm-hmm. and outvoted. Outvoted. Like it's like she has no one on her side. That's it. That's the scene that that's what really irritated me in this scene. There was no one on her side. Like, there's no Jenny. There's no Irving. There's no one there to re to fortify what she's saying and we all know she's not wrong everyone who's mm-hmm. watching the show know that she's not wrong she's not but it's, wrong. Just, it's not fair it's not fair that she didn't have anyone on her side and she had to sit here and listen to those whack-ass cranes wax poetic about their obviously villainous right? son and it's not a vote if you already know you're gonna win because abby is outnumbered from the exactly. get she's yeah. outnumbered from the get like Janelle, I can't talk about this no more. I'm going to get... <laughs> my, like, no. Somebody get Jenny an absentee ballot. Seriously. Seriously. I am literally... Like, I am feeling hot right now because I'm so <gasps> aggravated by it's, how all of this went down. Like, I'm it so got aggravated. me so heated. I was like, you got to be kidding me. They are doing her dirty in the scene. I yeah. can't believe they think this is okay. And I was like, you know what? One of those writers, I think, who write, wrote this episode actually said that they wrote colorblind. I forgot to mention that because somebody... They I wrote color Lady, Yeah, Lady Genevieve. I don't know. You should follow her. She's like really cute and great. And she goes to cons and interviews all these people. And she said she marched up right to the mic and that she was like, you know what? Um, we are concerned that Abby's being, you know, marginalized. Where is Frank? Where is Jenny? Et cetera. And she did. I mean, she like, you know, ride or die right there. Mm-hmm. She like asked them an important question. And he was like. One of them said they wrote colorblind, and I was like, literally somebody mm. in that writer's room should be checking you for saying that. Yeah. yeah. Never trust anybody who says that, ever. Never trust Because it means they're not paying attention. <clears throat> yeah. Deliberately. Yeah. Deliberately. And she said that other people, she was saying that one important thing that she said was that, like, Fox, apparently they said that Fox want them to keep Abby and Ichabod as the center of the show. And I was like, obviously the writers aren't listening because Abby hasn't been central in right. a very long time. And I, right. I I don't know why it slipped my mind, but I totally forgot to mention this. I, I meant to. Well, isn't it interesting how you can, as long as you say you're colorblind, then, like, you are colorblind whether or not you're actually being, quote-unquote, colorblind. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So if you right. say like, oh, but we're being colorblind, you can like sideline Abby all you want and then just be like, it's okay, we're colorblind. And it, and then it especially pisses you know, me show off. Show us, show us. Right. And it especially pisses me off when uh, two white guys say that because it's, I feel like in a way it's much harder to convince two guys like that who have privilege, yeah. like male privilege mm-hmm. and race privilege and gender, mm-hmm. you know, like. Well, it's a privilege to be colorblind. Right. Yeah. Racism don't have the luxury. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, even even when POC say that, you can kind of talk to them and bring it out of them that, you know, has this ever happened to you? And they can be like, actually, that has happened to me in a story mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. You know, I can I can relate to that experience. Maybe I need to rethink Sometimes it's really hard to get to POC who say things like that, but it's mm-hmm. like... Well, you reframe it to, I wish things were colorblind. Right. Right. You know? I wish I could be colorblind. Right. Exactly. Not like I am or it right. is. Right. Right. Because it, it almost... It, it never is. Right. We all bring our own biases to the table. Yeah. Right. And, and I feel like that's part of the problem, actually. Um, and she said as much, the person who asked the question lady mm-hmm. genevieve said as much she was just like i cringed because that's never a good sign right right anyway and then we go to frank god wait no no we go to reyes <laughs> no we really do go to frank because because um oh gosh this is what i mean the poor leonard jones like he's here for this I, yo <clears throat> yo he showed up in that episode literally Ten to seconds. chauffeur to chauffeur 10 with seconds. White men around. Orlando Jones showed up for that. You read the io9 interview? I Not the interview. Um, The io9 recap? recap. I wrote almost the exact same thing without having read the recap. Me too. The exa- I, I even put 10 seconds of screen time to help out the white mm. men. That's what I put. Well, because today you put down in your note, like, he, he's actually kind of owned by Henry. Yeah. Yes. Like, literally owned. Yeah. This is a modern-day slavery <laughs> shit. It's creepy. No. I was like, did the writers, did no one notice this while they were doing it? Like, hey, it's kind of weird that we have this one black character who we have not... A black been... man who used to do things on the show. Right, who used to do things on the show is now a chauffeur for two white characters, one of whom owns him, literally. Hello. Yes. This is what happens when you don't have people of color in the writer's room because somebody would have fucking told you that. The very least, Ichabod should be defending Frank in some way. Right. Like, he doesn't care about anyone else. It's so infuriating because I'm like, Henry's redemption matters more than saving Frank from Henry's clutches. Right. He's not like, let's go save Frank. Right. Like, let's go redeem Henry. Exactly. This is the shit you don't notice when you're colorblind. Exactly. That you've done this. I find it kind of interesting. There's a question I have. So Henry goes, is Abigail around the corner? Kind of taunting Ichabod. And I was just like, I don't know if that's because he's taunting him about his relationship with Abby or he's he wants to get to Abby and he's using everyone else to do it. Or, you know, and the first thing Ichabod does is talk about Katrina, ignores the fact that he just invoked Abby's name out of nowhere for no reason. Well, um, I would have ignored well, that thought, too. I really? thought he was trying I I I thought he was trying to make it seem like, oh, you're not tough because Abby's not here. Well, no, like you're like almost like you can't do this without Abby. Like, there's no way that you would be here without Abby. Type think? Thing. I think he was trying to, like, 
insult him in a way, which is kind of hmm. silly to me. But that's yeah. what I thought. I mean, it's just weird that, I guess maybe, but I was like, is there something more to it? Maybe there isn't because these writers don't seem like they're doing much, but. Well, no, because <laughs> remember when we were talking to um, John Noble and he was mm-hmm. like, he doesn't have very many scenes. So he probably doesn't have very many notes either. Yeah, where, where it comes to Henry's relationships with Abby, because I asked him about it, and he was almost, like, confused, like, no. Mm-hmm, so. that's true, yeah. And I th- I thought it was weird that Abby's, like, giving Katrina a speech about finding a way to save Crane, and how they'll save her, and I'm sure it was supposed to be touching, but I felt absolutely nothing. In fact, if Katrina hadn't rescued Crane on that battlefield, Abby wouldn't be involved in this crane wreck. <laughs> She'd be at Quantico. <laughs> minding yeah. her own damn business <laughs> right? really well yeah and she's like trying to convince her to use something else in her arsenal besides like trying to sacrifice herself and i've seen people she's trying like to be doing like all the thinking for Katrina. Yeah. yeah and i and i feel like it's weird because people have been talking about how this is like women you know women supporting women i was like how is katrina supporting abby Yo, it's one directional but see people can look at a relationship between a woman of color and a white woman and it can be totally lopsided and they'll still be like oh friendship right so that's not new didn't you did you guys find it a problem like there are all these logical leaps in katrina and ichabod's logic like Mm -hmm. abby saved joe who's a victim of henry so that means they should totally apply the same reasoning to their devil child (laughs) um yeah, bringing it back to you—that's a—that's an issue too. Right, and, and Katrina, like, Katrina's even don't like, bring it back to you like that. Mm-hmm. Right, and Katrina's like, oh, I saved you on the battlefield. I like spent two hundred and thirty-one years clinging to that. And I'm like, how? But was he evil though? He, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> but was he evil? <laughs> I'm just that's like the question you ask. This episode was. Killing me. Like, no, okay, but listen though. Long story <laughs> short, Crane went to ask for help and was turned down, right? Which we knew was going to happen anyway. So that was like a waste of like 15 minutes of that should have been spent towards actually making a valid storyline. And Abby straight up said, I think he's going to lose. So they figure out, thanks to Abby, that there's another way without Henry. And Ben Franklin, blah, blah, blah. Aurora Borealis. <laughs> Tell me this is not the most ridiculous thing you ever heard. I did. It's pretty I, contrived. It's pretty contrived. Aurora yeah. Borealis. Also, Ichabod's gotta stop, like, I knew this now famous, like, white politician dude once. Yeah. It's so I mean, I knew this historical figure. I guess to be fair, they had, they ha- he had to look some stuff up, and they did have to use dial-up internet. The, they had to use the internets. The dial-up internets. Back when oh, you had those yeah. discs. There's like AOL for free. It sounds like a swine being strangled. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I thought, so when Abby suggests that they can get an army in modern times, which is obviously going to be different from an army, like today the police are basically an army. Exactly. But you know, I actually didn't fault them for that. It was like, but the fact that the police are considered an army, is this giving anyone like pause? (laughs) about real life events i i i was pretty to be honest i was actually really impressed by by how abby handled the whole situation so i didn't even think twice about that well yeah that's true she managed to loop to get reyes to help her without actually really telling reyes anything right right 
I, I have a note here. It's really I was like, I'm so glad Reyes is back so this episode can pass the vegetable test, despite how overwhelming sex overwhelmingly sexist most yeah. of it is. But you know, they they like I, I know that like the Hessians shot first, but they basically slaughtered the cult. <laughs> they went in and yeah. slaughtered the cult. And was fashion. absolutely badass at it with yeah, her lack of armor and code cracking. But yes. man, they went and killed all those people. You know what I think was interesting, too? Um, I actually thought they were going to tell her the truth, and then I was like, she's, you know, smarter than that. And she, I loved that she played Reyes by using everything she, like, Reyes hates in the real world and applying it to the Hellfire Mm -hmm. Club. She's like, Mm -hmm. they have illegal weapons, they're a cult, they torture people. You said the want you, you know you want the peace back to the town. This is like when you deal with the cartels, basically, mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. tying it in. Yes, that was very brilliant. Smart. Yes, it was brilliant. Definitely. Very very smart, and they were able to get the help that they needed. Mm-hmm. Which really, it was more like Abby was able to get the help that they, that she needed because not like Ichabod was doing shit for her anyway. Right. Except for being a pair of hands. Let's be real. Yeah. With the whole six 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 business. Oh my god, that was funny. <laughs> I was like, she can literally do this all herself. She like shoots a bad guy. She cracks codes. So they get the tablet. So long story short, an aurora, aurora borealis stone or some shit is hidden in the tablet. And when you shine sunlight through it onto Katrina's belly, it will kill the baby. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard in my entire life. That's really saying something, considering the fact that Sleepy Hollow as a show... It's not the baby, it's a fetus. I I apologize. The the (laughs) demon fetus... (laughs) Who is Moloch. Who is Moloch. Dramatically revealed by tortling John Noble. Yeah. You know what would have been awesome? He'd been like, instead of Ben Franklin, he'd been like, my friend Daniel Boone discovered this... (laughs) It needs to be a completely incongruous, like, character. He was like, George Washington really likes the Aurora Borealis, you know? <laughs> they go back to Katrina, who's, like, who, like, radioed in that she's, like, dying, basically, screaming to death over this demon fetus inside of her. Um, and then this gets super dramatic because then Abby's, like, midwifing, and then there's a lot of wind, and Ichabod's hair is flying, all this crazy dramatic music... He, like, At least there weren't the birds board. trying to thud into the window this time. <laughs> right. Like the suicidal birds. Yeah. Who did not want the baby to come into this world. So he like tears the floorboards off and then lifts up the crystal and shines it onto Katrina, who screams for like 45 minutes through this entire thing. <laughs> yeah. That was half her lines. He's screaming, right? <laughs> screaming. <laughs> but uh, I'm a- <laughs> it was like a more exaggerated version of that. Of that, And then you yeah. know. it's it's really funny because I was like, if you didn't, I was like, if you didn't want kids before, I'm pretty sure you're not going <laughs> to want kids now. That's true. And then the deem after like some like carefully strategically aimed rainbow lights. <laughs> Wasn't that so cheesy where he runs so- up and rips the boards that off? That was like was Thor. So- oh, God. <laughs> it was so cheesy. I was like, what the hell am I watching right now? Mm-hmm. Anywho. It was a magical girl transformation. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but, um, wait, wait, I have questions though. Like, questions. where did the fetus go? Did it- they have to dilate her and remove the leftover placenta? Oh, no, no, no. It, com- <sighs> it shows up at the end. Sorry, spoiler. 
Oh, is that what, what that was? I think that's no, what that was. No, that was the succubi mm-mm, thing. Mm-mm. But, like, where does it go? It's not, like, like, like the laws of physics. I, I read... Like, just because you shoot it with a rainbow doesn't mean it's gone. No, 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 but I read... Oh, you mean, like, the stomach and stuff? Like, or, what, um... what, how rainbow lasers, no baby, confused... Where did Mollet go? What wasn't it like a red sort of dissipation? Yeah, I think that's him. That's him. Pretty sure. And is he dead for good? I mean, no, no. no. I like how his first plan was just to run through the gate when Ichabod went in (laughs) in the first episode, and his second plan was like, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna turn into a spider and come out of Ichabod's wife's vagina. Like (laughs) what? But first, the bone flute. Like, oh. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. No, but um, I think it shows up at the end, actually, to be quite honest. Because um, I read a spoiler. Spoiler alert, future spoiler. He's still in the real world. Smollett? So he does mm-hmm. make it through then. He makes it through, and apparently Katrina is going to think he's a real baby. And want to protect him. Oh my god. Get off. Okay, no, we can't talk about this right now. Let's get to the <laughs> Sorry. episode before okay, I let's, lose my shit. Let's, let's get to the episode. So she's she stopped breathing. Thank Wait, god. Ichabod, Ichabod crying over her did absolutely nothing for me because I was exactly. so pissed at this point. Not even Abby's just stress. Abby's like freaking out. And I was like, why is Abby freaking out? Because she doesn't know Katrina like that. Yeah. And she's not got one damn reason to really trust her so mm-hmm. i was like uh, whatever and she stops breathing but like does cpr even work like this no like if because i was like if her heart is stopped wouldn't they just need a defibrillator since she probably went to cardiac arrest and that's why she's, she's not breathing well, well you then- do the you do the the heart the the chest compressions are designed to restart the heart okay the but he didn't have to jump starts the lungs but he was kind of pushing on her stomach. Yeah. Okay, so that happens. She's alive. Wah. They have a moment that they definitely don't fucking deserve. And then Abby but has to leave. Don't you think... Okay, so don't you think they literally only did this, though, so Crane could have a hero moment? Like, they only had him What did learn he do? He oh, okay. gave her CPR, right? And he's like, but not a, not only is he doing it wrong. And then he got to kiss her, right? Oh, yeah. Snow White style. Yeah. And he's doing it incorrectly. I was like, I don't know who they've been listening to, but to the audience, for me, personally, this felt kind of cheap because it's like, of course he didn't know it two episodes ago. Now he knows it just to rescue his wife. I was like, can Abby have done it? Abby probably knows CPR better than he Abby does. Abby should let that bitch listen. When <laughs> Katrina was like, when Katrina was like, you just shoot me now. You just have to put an end to it. How did Abby not just pop a cap in her ass like right then and there? Like that would have been half her problem. She would have won the apocalypse right then and there. She just killed her. Hey, Abby's a saint. <gasps> that's why. I know. I People know. are getting mad that we all love Abby and like. What's she to be mad about? She's literally the best character on the show. I don't know, man. I don't know. Anywho, so Abby has to leave so that the cranes can have their very undeserved private moment together. She has to, right? She has to. She's like, I gotta go now because yeah. I just finished helping you with the plot. Like, oh God, I I just felt so insulted. 
So she has walked a black outside, computer. Right? Sorry. And I thought for sure, listen, so in my mind, this was the fantasy that played out. I thought for sure he was going to come out and like, oh, thank you so much, Abby, blah, blah, blah. Thank you so much for your help. And then I thought she was going to be like, you know what? I'm happy that you have your wife back, but I can't do this anymore. Like, if your heart's not in it, if you if you're really gonna, I be need to go. Exactly. Like, you go ahead and be be a husband and a father. I will be a witness by my damn self. Yeah, that would be actually really traumatic out. and healthy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, boundary so. setting, and then the like, we part here. Right. right, and I think that, that would create some tension for... in the relationship. Exactly. Exactly. Which is what I really think they need at this point, but. That's not what happened, actually. What happened is that he didn't apologize for fucking anything. Right. And Abby Mills deserves so much better. You think that your vision of a scared boy running through the woods crying for help is what's going to save Henry? Like, like, so many horrible people have moments like that that they grew up with, right? Everybody has moments like that when they're little. I'm sure murderers have moments like that. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm sure they're all, they've all been children who cried and, cre- you know, yeah. sorry, cried, <laughs> cried and screamed for their parents and things and like that. And the fear and insecurity is real too. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a very human thing, but that doesn't mean he should like be rescued. Hey, I didn't watch point. this episode more than once, but no. upon rewatch, did he ever say thank you? Maybe he did. No. No. Did he thank he her for like no. helping her? Nope. No. Like, she was, like, basically the midwife, just like Grace Dixon was. And that's that's weird. There was a lot of in the service of white people. Racism. Mm -hmm. And and he did not ever. Like, and he can't even, and I'm not talking about no simple, like, oh, thank you. I mean, he should have been, like, thank you, you Abby Mills, for doing a million dollars. Exactly. Not only did you stay in purgatory to bring Katrina back, you saved her life when my (laughs) asshole son impregnated her with spider semen like this is very i don't there's no words thank you thank you i just have right. to say i need these, a drink these two selfish pieces of crap for real they even katrina didn't say thank you neither of them opened their mouths to say thank you they behave like their family's like the only one being ripped apart exactly. and hurting and suffering and by the end exactly. of this episode i i hated I hated Ichabod so much. I hated, yo, for real, for real. I hated I was like, so much. I and you know, the, the irony is the episode starts out with him talking about voting and being oblivious about how women of color were disenfranchised. And, and, and then he him. goes and does it to he Abby. stays oblivious. He, he stays he oblivious. Like, honestly, I I wanted it could be divorced. <laughs> That's what I want. Right. And I was like, what what the hell is that pound supposed to do for me? <laughs> No. Is he turning into the Fitzgerald Grants? I'm like, oh my god. I don't know. I was like, what is that pound supposed to do for me? That pound's supposed to convince me of She should have punched him back in the head. After everything that happened, a fist bump? Oh my god. They should be groveling. They should be on their hands and knees and like feeding her. Like Queen Abby. Queen Abby. You make the decisions next episode. Whatever you want to do next episode. You want to go to Chuck E. Jesus? We will go with you. Thank you. You can do the plot next episode. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I just ha- I was just even on rewatched. <laughs> when I rewatched it, I was just like, you know what? Like, I just I don't know what to say because I've had. I was like one of those people who were like, you know what? 
we should stick it in because there's so many POC and, you know, it's important for them to, like, have this job or whatever. And I was just like, I can't even say shit like that anymore. Because it feels like the writers don't even, like, they don't care. Like, what are they doing? It's like, I, it's so confusing. <laughs> Okay, before we go into like our final assessment of, of this episode, how many donuts are we giving? Okay, so I, I did the kind of thing where you, sometimes you go to a restaurant and you're like, I start with 25% or 20%. Mm-hmm. Do you go down from there? So I started with 10. I knocked <laughs> almost five points off within the first 15 minutes. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Okay. Abby gets two for being badass. Uh, Reyes gets one for showing up. And <laughs> and <laughs> the episode gets one for having no Nikali. But other than that, it's like a four for me. It was a three for me. Uh, so here's the million dollar question. Did you mm-hmm. enjoy this episode more than Game of Thrones? <gasps> You can't yes. ask that. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, me, okay, season four, yeah, it was still better. <laughs> was it? I don't know. Shit. The Joffrey wedding up? No, we're not going there. I don't know. The fact that I don't know the answer to that question it's is a bad good, thing, it? right? It's a bad thing. That's what I, I told know. That's what I told Shade. I was like, I'm not actually sure if I enjoy this more than a lot of GOT episodes I've seen because I was like those have been pretty sexist but I feel like I'm more disappointed because it sold us something about Mm -hmm. me about this woman of color and her partner this white Mm -hmm. guy and I mean I'm supposed I'm like expecting these two people and their two stories to be balanced and played out well and stuff and that's not what I'm getting I'm like so when you sell me something that I'm expecting I'm more disappointed than if I went in not expecting anything Mm -hmm. in the first place Mm -hmm. damn you know what Game of Thrones set the bar so (laughs) low that is why we can say this yeah (laughs) but this episode I was kind of resenting that you asked me to tweet because I was like I could be watching Jane the Virgin right now That's what, like, oh, I could be watching. I wonder what happens tonight on Jane the Virgin because it was a great episode. That, episode. that show does pregnancy a lot better than Yes, though. yes, indeed. But you know, okay, so three donuts for me. Um, so two, obviously, actually, two and a half goes to Abby entirely because she basically carried this episode on her back and then mm-hmm. half a point because we didn't see Nikali, and that is a blessing in and of itself. Yeah, that's what I said. I agree with you. And I give um, I gave it a point because Reyes showed up, you know? We haven't seen her in, like, three episodes. Whatever. I don't really care. Reyes is not necessarily... She's not being presented as an important character, which is a shame. So I can't really, like, weigh that as a interesting it's, factor it's, because she... Like, we do get a thing where we find out that, oh, she had Abby's mom committed or whatever, but they never did... They haven't done shit with that. They haven't done yet. shit with that. And we're, like, seven episodes in? Like, this is ridiculous. So that's that's why I'm not counting Reyes in this in this um, case. Okay, I can't give them points okay. for anything else because there's no Jenny and they fucked up with Irving. 
And it was the most poorly written episode of this series, of the entire series. It's literally the worst. And I thought Weeping Lady was the worst. And then they went and it's out not, the Can you imagine? It's not the worst. Weeping Lady was actually, like, when you compare these two, they're both sexist. Mm-hmm. Weeping Lady was apparently less sexist than this. Oh, my God. I feel like, like this is worse than Weeping Lady. Yeah. yeah I agree. I totally yeah. agree. At least Weeping they were Lady. They are both tropey, like, the women of Ichabod Crane. Right. Yeah. And can you imagine two back-to-back shitty episodes? Like, what are they thinking? I'm so glad we got the Wendigo one in the middle because yeah. can you yes. imagine? If they- but I want to know the writers' room going like, "I have this really tropey idea," and everyone going like, "Yeah, yeah, let's do that." But apparently, they do have women and at least two POC in the writers' room. But I think they're writing interns. Somebody posted a picture, and I think they're writing interns. They're not necessarily like. I don't writers. think that's necessarily like a bad thing. Sometimes newer writers, you know, if they're good, they inject fresh energy. They right, bring yeah, fresh yeah. ideas. But the you just but the way get it the right works, people. But you know how the way it works is just like they can suggest things, but the main writers don't necessarily have to go with what they say. And if they write good mm. things, it's not going to be credited to them. It can be credited to yeah. another writer. So if they're writing good stuff, we won't know. Right. Well, I wonder if they have any people from the diversity initiatives on their staff, because most of the big studios have programs where they pay for a writer for a minority group, which in Hollywood is any group that isn't a white dude, because mm-hmm. it's only 6%, I think, people of color in writing rooms right now in Hollywood. That's mm-hmm. So I wonder if they have people from those programs on the staff, or if they're that means that you guys can hire us if you want. <laughs> nah. I'm totally kidding. We're just drunk. But um, <laughs> you can hire somebody. I'm totally not, though. Guys. You're not. <sighs> okay, so before we continue with our critique, let's also talk about the fact that next episode we're going to be dealing with succubi. Or just a succubus. I'm so angry. Sexism disease. No, yeah. no, no. It's not even that. Stuff, sexist plots, succubi, demon pregnancy, it's, jealous girlfriends. What will these guys not think even, of next? It's not yeah. even that. It's like, because I think they could do it in a way that it's not sexist, but with the writing so far, I don't think that's going to happen. And one thing I'm really pissed off about is that I keep seeing Holly everywhere. Fucking, like, Abby's calling his name, and I'm just like, is he in danger? Good. Let him fucking die. Yeah, let him die. No. Who is he to you that you're yelling his name out like that? Like, I don't understand what the writers are even trying to They should fridge him for plot development for Abby and Jenny. Please, God, But didn't I call this last episode? I was like, they're going to have Abby do something completely out of character. Mm Mm-hmm. Just just to make this shit work. Just to make it work. Mm -hmm. If they F up Abby... I'm going to write a petition. <laughs> like, it's so hard. It just feels like they're crabbing not only Holly down our throats, but like some weird love triangle thing down our throats. Yeah. I, I think we should start that. Um, I suggested a hashtag earlier. I was like, Abby Mills deserves better. And I think maybe mm-hmm. we should start trending it tomorrow. I'll try to trend it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. One thing. But I needed like a graphic. Doesn't this show, does, why does this season feel like I'm watching a completely different show? Like, I feel like we didn't leave off of, I feel like we didn't pick up of where we left off of. I really feel like it. Because it is a completely different show. All the stakes that they introduced in the season finale from last season were completely reset. 
by the first episode, and every episode ends the same way, completely reset. Abby mm-hmm. and Ichabod have restored the status quo, and Henry's going to try again next episode. Mm-hmm. Why do they keep doing that, though? I'm, like, so confused, because last season didn't play like that. Oh, someone just stole my hashtag, you guys. What do you mean? Someone, like, tweeted... What's your hashtag? Abby Mills deserves better. Hashtags are meant to be shared, Janelle. No, but, like, I wanted to do it so that everyone could know that it was going on. Sorry, I'm kind of upset about this, (laughs) because... Yeah, you (laughs) tell No, because they started it, like, why would you start it 10 hours ago? It's not going to trend if you, like, start it randomly. You have so to, like... So trend it later. I'm You're social media wrong. Sorry, but I just get annoyed about stuff like that because it's Aww. not going to trend properly if you do stuff like that. Like, I, I but, sent an... But can't you trend it later, though? You can, but... I, I just, just wanted to it do work. It. I just wanted to make it work the first time we did it instead of, like... No, but it's okay. Sorry, you can cut this out. Okay, <laughs> you should keep it in. You should keep it in. I about me ranting about social media. Sloppy <laughs> so we listed out the things that we found particularly annoying and irritating about this episode and about the season so far. What do you think Sleepy Hollow writers can do better? Like, to what do you think they can do to like course correct what they've done so far? Kill Nicole. Mm-hmm. We should come up with a list. <laughs> how Sleepy Hollow can save themselves um, from themselves. They could um have him die to save Abby mm-hmm. and Jenny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Katrina. Kill Katrina. So like, let me stop. Somebody wanna... said, what if Katrina is pestilence now? Because she was infected with Spider-Man. They would never do it. They, it's like I wouldn't want that though. I'm tired yeah. of the trains. Well, we, they already established pestilence as a samurai right. horseman. There's this thing I said earlier um, because a lot of Katrina fans and it Katrina fans are basically not complaining about the episode. They're praising it beyond belief because you know what? They don't care about Katrina. They care <laughs> about what she represents. Which they care is about whiteness. whiteness. Yeah, they care about whiteness, and when it's front and center of an episode, they don't care about anything else. So and if she, even if she's falling into this white woman damsel trope, it's yeah. okay because she's falling into that trope, and maybe that's what people want to see. Yeah, and what they really want is Abby to be replaced. Like they're rejoicing and everything, and I'm like, right now, because she's about... taking center stage, and right. even if it's at the cost of displacing Abby, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly. But and, and then at the cost of her own character too, because right. we didn't see Katrina like develop. We didn't see her. Everything about Katrina is about babies and her son, mm-hmm. <laughs> like and her husband. And her husband. She doesn't do anything else. We be, we 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 are told that she does other things, but we don't see it, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, if you're a fan of Katrina and you were satisfied with this episode, then maybe you're not actually a fan of Katrina. Maybe you're yeah. a fan of what she represents, which is whiteness. And yep. Abby not being with Ichabod, which seems to be the main goal of Katrina's mm-hmm. shippers. I'm sorry, but it's true. It's true. <laughs> and it, I mean, it really sucks. Do you disagree? They... Like, do you feel differently? Oh, sorry. I think it's because I'm not in the fandom, and I can be kind of removed a bit. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go ahead, be removed. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't, I mean, I'm invested in Akavi, but not, like, 
Yeah, but she deserves better than Ichabod too. No, 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 no. Ichabod the shit she'd have to teach him. No, no, no. We totally agree. <laughs> but the thing is that a lot of shippers will ignore legitimate criticism. Yeah. But I think you get pushback from Ikatrina people who are like, "No, I'm colorblind. It's not because she's white, you know." And, right. Or and... maybe I really do like witches who can't do very much <laughs> getting but... together with Ichabod. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but it, it's just very strange to me because if this ever happened, Abby. We would be making like petitions, <laughs> like we would be like protests. We'd be like, don't impregnate Abby just to drive Ichabod's angst. Yeah, yeah. I think is rather yeah. impressive is that so far we haven't actually seen Abby compromise her character. She seems to be pretty. Next intact. next episode, yeah. it's gonna and happen. Very next episode. very tolerant. I said I should write a fan fiction about um, an Ichabod breakup, and then we should tweet the writers and be like, "Here you go, the plot for the rest of this season." <laughs> Don't write no. anything else. This At this it. point, you're right. Abby should have just been like, "You like, know what? I'm clocking out." Yeah. The writers don't want to separate them, but they're doing so at this expense of Abby. I'm so angry because I'm so invested and I was convincing people to keep watching. Yeah, it's really embarrassing to be like, hey, I'm watching Sleepy Hollow tonight. You want to watch too? Oh, <laughs> it is that demon pregnancy episode and I'm going to have to drink to get through the podcast the next day. <laughs> but you should totally watch the show. Okay, okay. So we have established this was the worst episode of this season. <laughs> And not even the se- the entire series. The entire series. Okay. Good. We did it, guys. We got through it. We ranted. This is so funny. This was the show that was supposed to give us relief from Game of Thrones. Oh, gosh. Don't go there. <laughs> so what is there now? What what show is there that features, like, women of color? Jane the Virgin. In... Jane the Virgin. Oh, my God. Good not acting. Black good women. writing. Any other shows? Any dramas? Uh how to get away with murder even though i have issues of certain things it's kind of hammy though Mm. yeah but i i guess i kind of like connor oh god let's not and how they refuse to acknowledge bisexuality Mm -hmm. is really starting to bug the shit out of me it's weird um let's see rain the only problem with rain is that there's no people of color so white and that's literally the only problem with it though yeah which is a shame because if they fix it's it's a thing, very well written show, especially yeah. if you approach it more as fantasy than historical fiction. Yeah. It's actually kind of awesome. I wish it had been around when I was a teenager. Right? Yeah, like no, young woman in power and wielding yeah. power, soft power, mm-hmm. hard power. You know. Yeah, yeah. All it's, the powers. All the powers. If they had people of color on this show, I I would say that it would be one of definitely one of the best. Yeah. Despite right the people now. wanking about it, because it's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it can be cheesy, but like, yeah. but, even, but it's even... exploring themes that you don't see in TV shows with with women. Yeah, yeah. and it's always breaking the Bechdel test. Yep. Yes. Like, slam dunk every episode. Every yeah. single episode. Yep. And like the fact that there are like shows <clears throat> with bigger budgets that <laughs> yeah right like that like. You're being outwritten by a CW show, like I people. I feel like people look down on on Rain because it definitely it's demographically targeted towards women. Mm-hmm. So how could it be good? And young woman at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can catch Sloppy Pink Cast on iTunes, Tumblr, <laughs> Stitcher, and Podbay at Fat Pink Cast or Sleepy Pink Cast. Be sure to follow us, leave a review, and have some Sam Adams on us. Welcome, my dear. We have much to
creature that seduces its victims. Get lucky, score, get some. Ah, macking. The creature is drawn to those who hide desire in their heart. 